0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network
1: from the 5th Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast, so excited you decided to join us. Uh, before we jump in today, um, I want to make sure I give a shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um, they were Their customer service is, and again, this is from a Midwestern boy, their customer service is second to none. Whenever I've had any problems with, with one of my three machines, they've always been able to help us to so go over and check out Dr. Dish. Mention Coach Unplugged, teach Hoops. Uh, any of our podcasts, Coach Collins, and they'll give you $400 off. You won't find a better discount out there. They will take really good care of you and make sure you tell them I sent you. And then also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. Um, We are the only ones out there that offer 14-day free trial because we believe in our product so much. That we want you to come and kick the tires. We want you to take it for a test drive. Nowhere else are you going to find a high school coach who's also coaching. Um, <laughs> me, I just got off a, a phone call with a ttroops.com member, so who else has my cell phone number and, and, and calls me and talks to me about things that he has uh, questions on with his team? Where else are you going to find that on the web? Go over and check it out. Um, like I've said before, it helps us keep the lights on in these podcasts and our YouTube and everything else free. So go over and check it out. And hope. One more thing I forgot. I was going to say, let's head off. Uh, go leave a review. We love those reviews. We read every one of them. Go leave those five-star reviews. Um, and let's head off to the podcast. Bye. Do you have a, games today?
0: Uh, yeah, we have. Um, and we have two more uh, today. And then uh, that was pool play. And then we have uh, the tournament starts tomorrow. That's crazy. Yeah. They're, they're actually doing, I mean for what it's worth they're doing a, a really really good better than any of the other tournaments we've seen good very strict it's i mean the tournament's interesting too because they have uh, a bunch of like college evaluators evaluating the referees um so like we we played a game yesterday there was 44 fouls called um,
1: <laughs> in and, uh, a summer uh, game that's a yeah, lot
0: and uh we i mean we're we're actually really good we're not very good offensively uh jacks team I was grade team but defensively we're really good so it was kind of it was kind of a tough game. I mean, we we ended up winning, but um, the team we played wasn't very good, and the game just was so slow because there was fouls called every five seconds. Jack thinks it's because he talked to one of the guys evaluating, and these guys are like trying to make sure they can control a game and make calls, and it was bad. Like, we oh, they're
1: some... they're trying to they're trying to get gigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, they're trying.
0: It was bad. It was real bad. And I used to be an official, so i mean it, it takes a while for me to say something's bad i mean I, I normally give them the benefit of the doubt, but uh they were they were bad at some point during this i was I was hoping I could talk to you a little off the uh off the record
1: yes you know, yes, let's do that we'll do that at the we can do that at the end here uh, let's um all right what are the questions
0: um so I wanted to start with talking about um just something pretty basic like the um do you have what you would call or know of? kind of like a universal press break that you think works um, in almost every situation. I'm kind of intrigued by um, looking at the, like a one, four, like a one. Yes. Four
1: so um, go to teach and go to press breaks and do. Um, so a universal one that would work against anything would probably be sideline. I mean, I could draw it up for you too. At some point, if you need it, I have it um, that badger and sideline are probably the best ones. Sideline, if sideline will work against any man, Okay. Like, you'll never have a problem getting the ball in ever. Um, so, that's the first thing. Um, I think a 1 4 is good. I think the key is the cutting. So, you got to get them moving in the right directions. So, hold on. Let me show you. So, with that 1 4, because I've done the 1 4 again. Hold on one second. So, you're talking just your normal 1 4 press break? Like one yeah. here, one here? Yep. Okay. So, I like this, um, but I like, I I teach my, I teach my guys more. I'm going to have five throw it in. Um, I get my pen going here. So I teach cutting because the key to the, the key to the key to a good press break is them not, first of all, not dribbling it against zone or man, especially if you're having problems with it and, and cut and always having three angles and always making sure you cut. So What we do is if the ball goes, like, I don't even know, maybe you'd have these two kind of screen for each other or do whatever. It doesn't matter. But, um, and then I have these guys V cut, you know, somehow get open. But let's say one somehow gets the ball and the ball goes to one. So now one has the ball. I teach them to cut and fill. So basically I'll have two cut straight across the front and then I'll have three follow and kind of sit in the middle so what I'm trying to do is I'm always teaching them. If you catch the ball here, we want people cutting in front because that way th- they don't want to get beat deep. So if you teach them, you teach them the diagonal cuts, um, and then I'll even have four come back and cut again, and then two circle around. If this person holds it, and as long as they've got three passing lanes, they have one here, they have one here, and they have one here. If they have w- one of those threes, will be open normally um but sideline basically what sideline does i'll show you what sideline does. sideline basically gets you know you put your point guard back here and it gets everybody kind of on one side of the court so it gets everybody on the other side of the helpline it gets everybody over here with some cutting and stuff and then this basically if this is your point guard and he has he's the only one on this side of the court he's again they're not going to get beat deep so all they got to do is take one step that way and come and catch it and then this guy comes back in and he can get the ball so i put my like two man there my other good ball handler um but yeah there you go i have actually a press break not like high def anymore but um it goes through most of the press breaks i think you would need um And then if you have any – I always tell coaches if you have any good out-of-bounds plays, use that as your press break. Because you'll get the ball in and then it's just about cutting and angles um, and then teaching them not to over I
0: spoke with uh, – it was funny you mentioned out-of-bounds plays. I spoke with – and I don't know what you're th- – I'm interested to hear what your thoughts are on this. I spoke with you know Alicia Kamaki, who coaches at Sierra Canyon in California. She's been there for like seven years and she's won like five state titles. She's – it's like – it's like forty thousand a year to go there. The tuition is, and she only normally has when she first started. She had like six or seven players on her team, but she did like a um, like a Zoom. And call how did
1: you and, get how did you get a hold
0: of her? Well, she did like a um, they did like a coaches. Um, I think his name is Kevin Furtado. He's from Georgia, and he he put together like a he did I, a coaches.
1: Kevin, I, I know Kevin. Kevin's a great guy. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I,
0: so I, I listened to the podcast, and then she ended up doing. I don't know who hosted it, but they hosted like, uh, they're hosting like these coaches hang times. And, uh, she, she went on there and then she gave out her contact. info. so I reached out to her and we connected and uh, we talked for a while, but she talked about, um, she believes like all of our out of bounds plays come out of the same, uh, set That's that interesting. Way, you know, when you're being scouted, um, it's, kind Hey, of hard to um,
1: play. send me that. Cause I'm looking for a f- more female representation on my podcast. Yeah. Um, so, send me her contact stuff. I'd yeah, love she, to have her on. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome.
0: You should okay. see how organized she is. I mean, like, you're, for you, you're going to be like, well, that's what, that's what we expect, you know, as, as leaders of a, a high school program. That's what right. we expect. Right. But, like, she's, you know, everybody's talking to her about needing to get in the college game and she's really happy where she's at, but she, she's amazing. When she showed her stuff and like how organized she is, I was like, oh my goodness. She has like a whole set, like, all of her, um, all of her drills that she's ever ran, she has it in a database. And then she has, um, she has links cause they, they videotape the practices. She has links to every single drill that they do that way the kids or whoever the coaching staff can go in and click on the link so they can see what the drill is. Um, and then the same thing with her plays, like all of her offenses and defenses, they have it all like recorded to where they can go in and look at it on video. So like if they wanted to, oh that's awesome she like quizzes her kids and stuff like that to make sure they know their stuff and uh she does a really good job but she plays like it like they're like ranked in the in the country most years like she plays like modern day and like some of those schools like that um out there in california that are really good so oh oh, yeah she's awesome but yeah i'll get you her uh, yeah
1: give me her i'll put it on my list here
0: this next one's pretty uh pretty important um i've been thinking about like what, like defensive principles I'm going to teach. I feel, and, and we'll talk more about this later, but I feel like I really want to go out and get more players to join the program. Um, right. And a lot of those players that I'm going to get, hopefully, are going to be not necessarily basketball players, but they're going to be athletes.
1: Right, they're going um, to be people so that play.
0: Like, yeah, I feel like my priority is going to be teaching defensive concepts because, as you know, it's not easy to teach it a kid over a couple of nights uh, how, to, how to play offense, you know, how to, how to get the skills. You can teach
1: him D. You you definitely can teach him D. I've
0: been thinking about going um, and playing pack line. Uh, I don't know. I've just been really intrigued by it. And I think with what my concepts concepts are on defense is – I think we talked about this last time. I'm teaching my girls that I want one contested two-point shot every possession.
1: Right. Yeah, we talked about that last time. I think that's perfect.
0: Yeah, and that's what I want. And so I've been teaching them, like, how much – like, I'm just teaching them the comparisons between the shots. Like, if we – if we contest a long two, like, you know, step inside the three-point line, we get a good contest on that. That's hands down better than us contesting a layup, in my opinion.
1: Well, that's like you're going to win every game if kids take yeah. one. That's the worst shot in basketball is one step yeah. inside of the three so they don't,
0: Like They don't really understand, like, why I'm teaching that. and uh, Right. And then so I'm teaching them the same thing, uh, vice versa. On offense, like, if you're one step inside the two-point line, I'm – not gonna get angry. If we're so, right so open. what I
1: think you do is you need to show them that, like, you know, maybe do you should have them all do like lab drills, can even contested lab drills, and then keep a percentage, and then have them do inside the three point line contested shots, and keep it, and then you're gonna see which one's a higher percentage. Yeah, yeah, that would be
0: interesting. Do some math, guys, over here. Do some stats.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you got to show them. Like, you yeah. also have to do the math behind it. Like. This yeah. is three points. This is two points and this is two points. Yeah. Um, you know, and this this bad. causes us to get in foul trouble. This causes you not to play. This causes you cuz cause when they're cont- when they're going for a layup and it's contested, there's more right. bad things that can happen. I I mean, I don't how many fouls have you seen on a contested long two? Not yeah. that many. Right,
0: yeah. exactly. So yeah, so um I kind of introduced that at our last open gym. I was able to get um, 8 of them there which is very rare for for us That's really good. Okay. so we I really introduced the first probably more team concept before we were doing individual skill development and just simple drills like that but now I actually introduced um kind of the defensive principles with the pack line and so you know I talked to them about ball pressure I talked to them about the importance of being in the gaps and how to recover and how to help and stuff like that so um and I'm still learning kind of I guess the rules per se like, right uh, on the pack line, but I mean, I have a pretty good grasp on it. I, I
1: yeah, I, I, I mean, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. And you got to figure out if you're going to put, are you going to push, si- you're going to push sideline, right?
0: Well, they said, um, so I've, I've watched, and there's probably a couple, a couple different places where you can look at them, but they said they, they like to push, um, anywhere where that, like, to your gaps, like to the middle, middle to the gaps. Middle.
1: Yeah. I mean, it just depends. I know people, I know Texas Tech does more side base. I mean, yeah, it just depends. That's fine as long as you're yeah. consistent on it.
0: I mean, I don't know, uh, that's just the first I don't even remember what what video I watched is I think I just typed in packline line and I wanted to watch it and they talked about forcing to the middle Yep. but which goes against what what we teach like here at, at TNBA and aau we teach force sideline baseline so right every time you have a chance to force baseline we do it I
1: mean it's just so, I mean and you can and you can do lock let la- I mean there's so many variations it just, yeah. whatever you feel comfortable with is what you should do be honest with you, because right. you'll get we good make, at it. Then
0: we could make the rule like um, you know. Hopefully, if we become smart enough where we can understand what's going on, we can always force we can. I mean, we could. Do right, that.
1: I know. Um, <laughs> I, we we've tried to do that. We've tried <laughs> to do that. Like, oh my god! Like this person. Why this are you pushing out. them right? They're right-handed. What are you doing? It's like, um, it's so frustrating. I know.
0: And especially with girls, like uh, they're they're even more and this isn't a stereotype, but they're even more like underdeveloped as basketball players most of the time. So you have a lot of, you have a lot of really athletic players, but a lot of times they are, there's not a, a whole group of girls that can dribble with both hands. So right, um, you might only find one girl on the team that can dribble with both hands really well. And I
1: can help you with that too. As you start building up your rules and stuff, um, I can help you with that too.
0: Um, and so with that, I also talk. I also was thinking about doing like a and we'll obviously do more, but I want to get good at doing a couple Something. things, not yep. like a ton of things. <laughs> um, I think in the long term it'd be great to have a program where they can do multiple, like just a ton of things. But I just want to be really good at one or two things. So I've been. I think thinking- that. I think
1: that. I mean, it's funny that you said that because I was working on it last night, and that's like, it's like you gotta pick an offense, pick a defense. You know, work on your specials. And get good at those first before you start adding 75 different things, you know, like here's my core, like, (laughs) and, and I think you're right. I mean, I think problem is people, Oh, that looks good. It's like the flashy, like, it's like the dog and up. you know, squirrel, 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 you know, um, you got to just, and I think that's good. If you get pack lined down, you can run anything. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, so w- with that, I've been thinking about doing like a one-two-two two press. Um, I don't know what your back demand. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, I think that's a good idea. That's well, good. I'm
0: thinking like you know, running jumps drop, harder. Yeah, when they drop into that one-two-two, two, it's kind of more. And we're going to be the type of team where we're talking a little bit about. I taught them how to. I taught them all the different ways that we could defend ball screens. Right. And What I told them was we might have a different way to defend that every quarter or every half or every game. We might have a different way, but you need to understand these are the different types of defenses we can do on ball screens. But what I've been telling them, what we might end up doing is switching because we're so interchangeable everywhere um, that we might just switch. I I,
1: I personally think it's easier to teach them to switch everything and just ground that, ground that, ground that. And then you improvise for teams yeah. Um, rather than go the other way. Um, rather than, you know, we're going to head here, we're going to do all these things on screens yeah. and then switch is harder. I think it's yeah, easier yeah. to just, you know.
0: So yeah. I've started to do that. I've started to teach them.
1: And it and it makes this, it makes yeah. them talk because you can't, you know.
0: The specifics of like, you know, the hedging or the switching or the going under or the going over. And so they know, so they're, they're knowledgeable in that in that area
1: yep so i what i do with this is i talk about the three t's talk touch take it's kind of like dodgeball yeah i remember duck dodge whatever it was from dodgeball it's a funny movie um but you talk you touch you take so you can be should be close enough that you can touch each other you're talking through the switch and then you take it and it's like they remember it they'll remember if i if i just keep talking about that talk touch take on switches it's just easier for them to remember
0: gotcha Yeah. So I remember last week or last time we talked, I talked a little bit. I don't know if I think I talked a little bit about uh, how I sometimes like to blitz them, which basically is just double double team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Then you got to
1: work on your rotations. Yeah. And then you're going to do opposite of what I just said on the press break is you want to take the three passing lanes away then. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So I've, I've thought about that. I haven't, we do that at the, with our, with Jack's team, our, our oldest team, we do that in AAU sometimes and it seems to be effective, but, a it's easier
1: teams- in i I'm going to tell you right now. It's easier in aAU to blitz than it is yeah. just because people don't practice as much. They're not as yeah. prepared. Oh, yeah.
0: And when you play against teams that are just so athletic and fast, it's it's hard sometimes because a lot of times they just we're not fast enough to keep up with them. So they just dribble around us.
1: Right. Right.
0: So so that's yeah. it's it's a risk for sure. Um, right. But yeah, so I've been thinking about the one-two-two two press, and so I think I'm going to go with that as kind of like I guess. Quote unquote, our state. And, and
1: what I would say is then come up with rules when you're out of it. Like, when are you going to decide that you're out of the press? Right. Like, is the ball over half court? Does the ball get to the middle? Does the ball, like, decide when they're going to have to, mat- especially if you're going to go from zone to man?
0: What I think is a huge thing. And I think uh, knowing your mind, I think you will absolutely agree with this and appreciate it. The lack of knowledge on spacing. And, and, and just spacing in general, I guess that's like a general term, but spacing in the, in the game today is so bad. Um, horrible. And I'm trying to, I told
1: you you my invention, right? I told you my invention last time, right? Did I I tell you? I don't
0: know. Maybe not.
1: The one, the one where, so I'm trademarking this if anybody does it, um, (laughs) you should have reversibles. You should have something like, you know, when you play laser tag and you shoot and it lights up. You should have the same thing for like a reversible that when they get too close to each other spacing-wise, it beeps yeah. or it flashes. Because every sport, like if you well, we watch little kids play soccer, they always get like little bunches. Yeah. So it should blink or do something. Ideally, in an ideal world, it would shock them like the dog shot, <laughs> dog collar. And then they would like, whoa, I'm too close. And then yeah. you, could change, you could change on the um, reversible how close or how far they could be. So it would flash if it's two feet it'd flash if it's three feet. Yeah. Anyway, anyway that, that's my thought. If I had more time, I'd do that, but yeah, ideal I agree. World. spacing I've, that, That's how far I've gotten on spacing that I'm coming up with. that You need for.
0: Yeah. Shock therapy.
1: Yeah. Shock therapy, something.
0: <laughs> well, ideal world. You mean like 30 years ago, that probably would have been okay.
1: Right. Yeah. It would have worked. Yeah. yeah no, but it's time. something like that. It's like, I agree. Spacing is. Yeah. So film is good with that.
0: Yeah. So I was kind of wondering what you thought was the best way to teach that.
1: Yep. That film. Um, And then I'll stop them. I'll say, you know, we'll play, we'll play freeze. And I, whenever I yell freeze or blow the whistle, I don't use whistles very much, but when I blow a whistle, I make them freeze. And then I'll, you know, so I I think you're, I think that, I think the twist on this is you got to do, you got to use a COVID like you should never be closer than six feet. Like, come on, we're playing COVID basketball here kind of thing. I'm not (laughs) sure what, I'm not sure what it's going to be, but. Something with social distancing and you have to be farther apart on the basketball court. You're yeah, right. So
0: our AAU team that I'm coaching now, the the 10th graders, they're athletically and skill wise, they're just a little behind. Um, okay. And we have a lot of what I would consider average players. And so we struggle. Like we're playing, we're playing in the same tournament, our 11th grades playing in. And right. so and they're like they're one of our elite teams. So they, you know, if we scrimmage them, like if we had to play them in this tournament, which we might, which is a scary thought right they would probably beat us by maybe 40 so um <laughs> and they're probably the maybe the second best team in this tournament we play the first best team tonight so it's gonna be real fun um so we so i'm still i'm working on my patience and i'm working on trying to teach them because it's not that they don't want to show effort it's not that they don't try because they're trying really hard but they just haven't put in the time to film haven't developed as players together and they just don't their decision making is terrible. So I was teaching them yesterday. We played a game, and we we actually there was a team that was worse than us, which was great. Um, we actually that's always heard. good.
1: It's trust me, I've been there. Like when I've like yeah, I've been there.
0: Well, we played our first game. We played against a team that was very fast and athletic, and pressed the whole game, and we just turned the ball. We threw it all over the gym, and they were not good. They were bad. They missed so many shots. They would get offensive rebounds. Then they would turn it over. Then we'd come down, couldn't get it past half court. So we ended up losing by like 20, 20 or 25. And this team was probably 20 points worse than us, in my opinion. And Jack said the same thing. So we're going to probably have another shot to play them. But then, so their confidence was down after that game. Then we played a team that was probably 20 points worse than us and won by 20. So um, that was good. But what I was teaching them was we did, we went, I called a timeout with like, I don't know, 40 seconds left in the half. And we were struggling with our spacing, so I just drew up like I put one person in each corner. You played, you
1: played <laughs> play Dean Smith for four corners.
0: Yeah, and then I yeah. put our uh, one of our post players like right the right between the free throw line and the three point line, and I said, guys, this is mathematically this is probably the furthest we can get away from each other in the half court. Right. And I like made sure they understood, like look how far I put these X's away from each other. Like we are literally in, in bounds. We're as far away as possible. Is we, yeah. Uh- and so w- what I would do is I said, just bring the ball to one of the corners. And I know it doesn't make sense because we don't want to bring the ball to the corner, but bring the ball to the corner and they're going to be all stretched out and right. then have our post come up and set a ball screen. And they literally did it perfectly. She came up, set an inside ball screen. She drove all the way down. Somebody had to come down and help and they fouled her. And I was like, I, I just got so excited. It's like the small right. thing you guys executed you guys now are learning something because you learn what spacing and you got rewarded. So I love those. And did
1: they, did they, did they seem to, to get it when you did that?
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think it made sense because they oftentimes when they're, when their mind's going too fast and they're getting overwhelmed, they'll always just say, Hey, can we do this? Can we, can we do that? That thing that we did? You know so what I, I think mean? you should call it
1: spread or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like you should put that in like near next yeah. time you get them together and say, this yeah. is what we're going to, we're just going to, because if you, it's kind of like dribbling when you tell them to dribble below their ankles, they literally bl- dribble below their knees. So yeah. if you space them out really far, they're going to cheat, but they will still be more space than you want them to be probably. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a good, something like that. You should play around with that a little bit. That's yeah.
0: actually a good well, idea. Well, we really, it was frustrating because like we run, I think I talked about this last time, but with the AAU team and we might end up running this over at UC, uh, the high school that I'm going to, but uh, we run like a Princeton. We run the Princeton, you know, like the dribble handoff on one side. The, oh, the I, opposite do. Two. I do. And then uh,
1: I'm working right now to get a whole course done. I've got this guy. I'm trying to get a whole course put into teach troops on Princeton. Cause the Princeton yeah. intrigues me. Um, yeah. It definitely intrigues me.
0: So we, I installed that. Um, we call it just for them, we call it something different. So they remember, but we install that one where they dribble handoff and then they swing it. And then it's all looking all of that offense that at least that set is looked for back doors. And so like, we're all like, even on the dribble handoff, if they cheat it, go past them back door. Right. When you swing it, if they cheat it, go back door. Um, and then we have the two cutters that go basically around the post player in the middle. Okay. out one um, And so that works like we ran it against our 11th grade team a couple weeks ago in practice and we scored off it. They were trying to cheat it and we went back door and we scored. The, that's and
1: the, 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 the hard cut is that back door cut. Yeah. It's it, in, intuitively guy watch watch today. If you go watch um, some of the AU games, you will not see that that that's not an intuitive cut for a lot of kids. Yeah. It's that fake high and then go back door. We had to work. We have to work on that a lot. Um,
0: yeah, and I, I imagine that we'll work on that a ton at UC because, like, one of my girls was being almost guarded out of bounds. Like, right. Well, to- and
1: they're thinking, st- They're thinking we're better. Is, you know, yeah. steal, 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 kind of
0: thing. And and I was like, I was like, Tiffany, you're being over. Like, she's you're almost out of bounds. Where are you going? Go, right. Go back more. Right. <laughs> literally standing out of bounds with you like go back door she's so overplaying you and and so it's part of them like kind of seeing it and like you said uh we actually jack had a couple girls here yesterday working on film so even and that's something that a lot of the au coaches don't do and that's why i appreciate him is like he he lets them like they text him and say hey can we watch film and he's like yeah come on over And, and then he'll he'll pull up the games and they'll watch film together so you know that's That's one thing that we like to do here, but, and we'll do a ton at UC. Um, A lot of high school programs down here don't do that, which is crazy to me, but.
1: Right. um. No, I agree. I mean, it's just, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, I mean, you gotta do what other people aren't doing. I think that's one of the kickers. Right. And film is probably one of those things they're not doing. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. for sure.
0: Um, Those are all the, uh, those are all the questions that I pretty much had for. Okay.
1: All right. Hold on. Perfect. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like. No matter where you listen Apple, Spotify, we love those five star reviews. Make sure you also go over and check out teachroops.com for coaches who want to get better. Sports Social Podcast Network.